Welcome everyone to Voice of the Valley here in the Horn Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studios. I'm your host Dave Bell. 428-9494 is the phone number. 928-428-9494. Happy Friday everybody. Don't know who's out there listening because it's it's um, the it's not Veterans Day. It's the day everybody's getting off for Veterans Day because Veterans Day is Saturday. So if you're going to get off, you get off today. So uh, if you're enjoying the day off, do enjoy it. Be sure to join us tomorrow for the Veterans Day celebration that will take place down on Main Street in Safford. The parade starts at 1045, I believe. That's the last update I got. Uh, I got to look at this. Chris Gibbs keeps everybody up to date, which I really, really appreciate. Uh, speaking of which, he'll be my guest on Monday. So, yeah, uh, parade Saturday, 9.45 a.m. The key on this one is it doesn't go the traditional path of parades in Graham County. Normally, we go from the courthouse down to Central Avenue. That's the normal parade route for July 4th, the Graham County Fair, for uh, light parade, etc. This goes the opposite way. So it starts at Central and then goes west on Main Street to the courthouse because that's where the Veterans Day ceremony will take place uh, is at right on the steps of the courthouse by the uh, war memorials that are right there before the start of the steps. And the ceremony starts at 11. So join us. I'll be announcing the parade and then uh, just hanging out for the ceremony. So please join us. That's tomorrow. But today, today we're talking Our Neighbors Farm and Pantry. It's one of our favorite organizations in the Gila Valley. Quick reminder, if you donate to Our Neighbors Farm and Pantry, you qualify for the Arizona Charitable Tax Credit, which is up to $400 per individual, $800 for couples filing jointly. I'm getting a, a head nod. I, I was the school is a little different. I think schools are two and four. So um, what that means is if whatever you owe for the taxes, you can reduce by your donation. And if you if the donation covers all of what you owe, you get money back. Hey, you're helping a good group. You get money. Either either you're not paying or you're getting money back. I see no no negative here. Irene Schmoller and I have Austin Clement. Clement or Clement? It's Clement. Clement, thank you. Didn't know where to put the emphasis on that one. Emphasis. So uh thank you so much for being here, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you. We like being here. Uh our neighbors farm and pantry, one of our favorites. It's where my wife and I donate when when we donate food. Um our, our way of doing it is when we go to the store, we like to buy one extra thing. Um, typically, it's rice or beans. We get them in the small individual packs because that way you guys don't have to separate it. And then uh, we put it in a box. And then once the box is filled, we bring the box over. And we figure if we do that, that way there's a constant stream of something. It's, it's not a ton. I acknowledge that. But I think if we all did that, you guys wouldn't have to worry about empty shelves. So that's the goal. Um, so how are things going at the pantry? 
we're throwing Austin right right into the deep end here. Austin, you're you're an AmeriCorps volunteer, right? Yes, I work in the office. So, uh, and and I learned before we came on the air, you are a uh, graphic designer by trade. By trade, yes. There you go. So, did you think being a graphic designer, you would wind up in an organization or helping an organization involved with food and food insecurity? I mean. I got to think when you're in school learning graphic design, hmm, feeding the public never probably entered your 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 mind. I've worked in all sorts of places, and what I what I do can apply to various different things. I like that. That's that's the right attitude. He does a lot of community service too. Um, what are the other community service things you've done? Uh, well. I can't name them from the top of my head, but I would do a lot of volunteer work when I was a kid. Outstanding. So you're in the office, you're doing design. Uh, what have you been doing for the pantry so far? So I'm their outreach coordinator as a AmeriCorps visa. And what I do is I work on the flyers and their social media to distribute information to the people who follow us on Facebook, the people who follow us on Twitter. I also spread them around and hang them, hang flyers on billboards so people can get information more physically. Now, you're slightly younger than Irene. You're significantly younger than me. Um, are you finding young people on Facebook and Twitter, or are you having to go? Because young people appreciate the mission of, of Our Neighbor's Farm and Pantry. I think even more so than, than folks my age, sadly. But great that young people are out there doing it. Or do you have to find a different platform for them, Instagram or TikTok? I usually reach out to them personally because our established social media has been around for a while. So I go to clubs that happen at EAC where I can get some young adults. And I just reach out whenever I get the opportunity. Any thought of going on those different platforms? Getting getting our neighbor's farm and pantry on those platforms? Like Snapchat? Or yeah, I hadn't even thought about that. See, that's that's how I, out of touch I am. I post on Snapchat as well. And he does really great um, self portraits. I think uh, very creative, uh, kind of a little. I'll, I'll say goofy, but that attracts the eye, stops people from scrolling. Um, when they harvested a lot of uh, pumpkins this season, and you had a really good crop of pumpkins, didn't you? We had a lot of pumpkins. He posted one, I think, with a pumpkin on top of his head, and it was just really cute. And we do have the Facebook page, and the Facebook page is um, Our Na- our Neighbor's Farm and Pantry. Um, and we really encourage people to friend us so that they can keep abreast of what we're doing. Um, we have an extensive garden program um, where we're growing uh, produce for uh our clients as well. And we're really bringing that up to speed because for a long time, there's been some uh, internal functional problems with uh, irrigation Mm -hmm. and electricity and water, but it's really coming back to life. And um, they're even planting now, you know, the the winter crops. Uh, But they had a good pumpkin season and other vegetables and our goal because our goal for the pantry is to provide healthy food for um, 
our clients and not just give them sweets and breads, which a lot of grocery stores are happy to give away, but we want to encourage healthy food. Healthy food is healthy citizens. So um, that's what we've been doing. So do join us uh, and friend us on uh, Facebook as well. And what is the Instagram uh, I think the Instagram is still Our Neighbor's Farm and Pantry. Okay. It's pretty okay. easy to find. So using the same name across all the it makes the most sense. Uh, you just brought up a good point. I talked about donating food stuffs, but the reality is you guys need cash donations as well because you're right. When the irrigation system breaks down, you got to pay to fix it. You know, absolutely. So and we get some volunteers, but yes, and not only the irrigation system, but a lot of times, especially during the winter, we need to um, we we glean groceries from the grocery stores that are very generous. But sometimes we don't have that diversity of uh, fresh fruits and vegetables and protein. Protein is very important. So we need donations, monetary donations, so that we can go and buy um, things that give a balanced diet. Yeah, yeah. You cannot take donations of, of perishable foods other than what you're getting from the grocery stores because you know where that, the I guess, the life history of that food has been. But sometimes, I know in the summer, like someone had a pomegranate tree and they had a lot of pomegranates, so they donated them. And so we're able to give them out as well. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, I, it's wonderful that you guys are doing it. And I, I there's stuff we really got to talk about and I want to get to it, but I want for those that aren't aware to understand our neighbor's farm and pantry isn't just, you know, a food bank. That it is a farm where you're growing the healthy foods that can be distributed and where you're instructing little kids. Right. There's the STEM program. We recently got a new STEM educator. Right. And STEM is science, technology, engineering, and math. So it helps teach those skills to school-age children through learning about how to grow food, which a lot of children just have no idea about how food is grown. So it's a very important program. It's wonderful that our neighbor's farm and pantry is kind of in that. The location is perfect for this because you're, what, right behind Leif Nelson and Ruth Powell, right? I don't remember yes, the names. Do, Dorothy right. Stinson's down yeah. on 8th. And you're a stone's throw from the middle school and the high school. And I think you go up to middle school, though, right? It's it. I believe so. Yeah, right. I don't think any of the high schoolers are participating. But that's that's K eight basically that are available to participate. And I do think Dorothy Stinson buses kids over. I I think they used to, right? I'm not sure about that. But the thing about um, having this program is because part of the mission of the pantry is not only to provide healthy food to people in financial stress, but also education. So that really uh, acknowledges that and works that way. Yeah, fantastic program, getting our, our local school children involved. And let's face it, it's it's probably a little easier to convince them to try something healthy if they've grown it themselves. Right. Doesn't mean they're going to like the, you know, the, the broccoli or whatever's grown, but at least they'll give it a shot, right? 
They have an emotional attachment to it, yes. It doesn't just come from a a bag from the store, right? It it does have meaning. Mm -hmm. And fresh is so much better. Not that there's anything wrong with frozen. We all, look, we all use frozen fruits and vegetables because you have to. I mean, sometimes you just have to. And even canned. I mean, canned food these days isn't that bad. And what we're doing, and I'll get right into it, we're producing Austin and our... um, Pantry manager Dana Larchik, I believe that's how you say her name. She's an ex, she's our pantry manager. She's fabulous. She um, is really involved in food and recipes and diet, different kind of lifestyle diets. And so we're putting together a cookbook. Um, it's called Healthy Eating Cookbook. And like I said, Austin said he created some. Um, forms for people to submit recipes and we're asking the community that's one of the reasons we're on today um we're asking the community to submit recipes um like their favorite family recipe or one from their grandma and even if it's on their own recipe card they can take a picture of it and they can email it directly to um austin and we have uh contacted a cookbook publishing company that will type it all out for us so austin what is your email that they can send that to so the the email that you guys can email your pictures of your favorite recipes to is austin onfp at gmail.com a-u-s-t-i-n o-n-f-p yes all right dot com or at gmail at gmail at gmail at gmail so um so the goal is let's get some recipes, local recipes, using the items that are native to here, or just we just want just local a, recipes. Any ones, just oh. in general. Okay, we're looking for healthy ones. We feel that um, we hear a lot, and Dana has said this when we grow eggplants in the summer and we hand them to clients. They say, "Well, what do you do with eggplant?" So we're going to have recipes in the cookbook with the produce and the canned food and the proteins that we give out. But we want also a variety because we need like 250 to fill up the cookbook. And we're getting some from different apps. The interesting thing that people need to know is that recipes are not copyrighted. The ingredients and the directions are not copyrighted. But if somebody says, um, I love doing this and making it for my family and stuff. That's copyrighted. That's their comments. So even if you have a, a recipe that you use and you like and it's out of a cookbook, just take a picture of it. There's also a form online. Tell them about that. So I set up a Google Forms for people to submit their recipes on there if they don't have the time to come and get a recipe card in person. We've also got like little boxes here and there around town where people can get a recipe card. There's one at Genevieve's. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. All right. And where else are they? There's Genevieve's. There's the library. There's here at the pantry. And I've been trying to get one to the library annex. Oh, and, okay. Yeah. And there's also one at the daycare of the First United Methodist Church. Oh, okay. All right. Um, and the deadline, I believe we've extended it to December 1st. Yeah. To so December. December 1st. So we got about two weeks. Yeah. Okay. To to get a couple hundred recipes to fill out this recipe book, uh, cookbook, uh, and the cool thing is it's a local cookbook. It's it's a Graham County cookbook. It's not something from 
you know, Nova Scotia. It's it's from here. That'll be neat. That'll be something you could pass down to the kids. Right, and we're gonna and we have sponsors. Um, we have space for eight sponsors, and so far we've had seven. We need one more. Um, and the ad in the cookbook is $250. That will help pay for it. So basically, we are going to be distributing the cookbooks to our clients, to donors, and to volunteers. And if you have a recipe in the cookbook, you'll also get a cookbook. Then we, any leftover, because we're printing like 500, we'll, we'll use for fundraising. That seems fair. Because, again, the money goes right back into the program, so I, no, no downside to, to picking up that cookbook. That would make a great, great gift, too. Absolutely, good, right. Good Mother's Day gift, I think. Especially if you have a, uh, a recipe in there, yeah. you can say, and we'll put your name in it that's submitted by, so then you can just give the cookbook to someone and say, hey, look, I'm part of this. I support the pantry, because that's what it's for. And that really is what it's all about, is supporting the pantry, making sure that the pantry's mission can continue. 428-9494, going to take a quick break, give... Austin and Irene a chance to catch their breath, take a drink of water. When we come back, more about our neighbor's farm and pantry right after this. Welcome back to Voice of the Valley in the Horn Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studios. I'm Dave Bell. Irene Schmuller and Austin Clement are here. They are with our neighbor's farm and pantry. Having a good time talking about everything that the pantry does. Helps uh, feed folks. Helps teach folks. Uh, but there's there's a real need right now, isn't there, Austin? Yeah. We need volunteers. Uh, we can always use a couple of extra hands around the farm and around the pantry, Monday through Thursday, 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. Um, right now, there's there's a tremendous need. Uh, and you can blame us. It's it's the radio station's annual elementary school food drive. Um, we were talking, Reed and I, Reed Richens, the owner of the station, on the air the other day. And we know of at least 18 years this has been done. At least 18. We're not sure how long more past that it is because we can't quite find the records. But I can count up to 18. Um and each year it gets bigger and bigger. Last year we brought 40,000 items that were donated by school children. And I'm pretty sure five people at the pantry cannot handle the donation of 40 or 50,000 items, right? Right. So real need, uh, November 21st is delivery day. Here's what makes it even more challenging. It's not just that... Um, you know, the radio station and Sparklight and Valley Furniture and and all these great volunteers uh, are going to donate you know, their time going to pick up all the items, deliver them to the pantry. That's also a distribution day. That's where the pantry serves more than 100 people right. um, who, who are in need of a little bit of food help. So... Two jobs. Fair to say you really, really need volunteers that day? We really do. Uh, how does one go about volunteering? 
I think you could just show up. Just show up. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, if you think about it, they're even shorthanded in the pantry for volunteers on distribution day, which is Tuesday and Thursday from 10 to 12 and from 1 to 3. And any and by the way, anybody can um, receive food from the pantry. Uh, you don't have to show any financial records or anything else. And um, it's everybody within this whole range of the Gila Valley. If you're hearing us, you can come and get food on those days. And it's at it's behind the Methodist Church. I just want to make clear where it is. It's not just within the range of the Gila Valley. Anyone. We'll, we'll help anyone. Yeah, and if someone's passing through and they need food, right, Austin? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But it's behind the Methodist Church just north of uh, Leif Nelson's school. But I think last year we got thousands of pounds of food, of canned food. And if you imagine that, it all comes in one mass. So the peas and the beans and the corn is all mixed up together. And all of that needs to be sorted. And they have a really good system. It's outside. Hopefully we'll have some good weather and won't be too hot. And um, you can come anytime from 10 to 5 p.m. If you have an hour, if you're just like have a break during the day come over and help and it feels good to be part of a community effort to i was there taking pictures last year and seeing and people just are it's an upbeat feeling of being able to help others that are in need so we sort the food and we have big shelves in the pantry and we have storage areas so all the corn goes in one section all the pasta in another all you know so that when it's time for people to come and they come in now right people the clients can come in tell us about that how they select food when they're it's distribution day you can pick um it's changed every now and then but like you can pick up to like 10 things of bread from the bread shelf you can get stuff from the dessert shelf there's like so so you're shopping for lack of a better word yeah it's set up like a shopping Area. Store, yeah. yeah. During COVID, it wasn't like that. Right. We had to pack it and hand it out and check with people what they wanted. But we really, really, really need the um, volunteers. And if you're in a group, like a service group or a club or an athletic club, I know um, the some of the uh, athletic uh, teams come and help and support. And, you know, it's very humbling. Um, we're always asking we want this and we want that but when we can give and give from your heart and i have a i've made a uh, flyer on about volunteering it's a, a rack card and you can pick it up but there's a lot of surprising benefits of um volunteering uh it's good for your mind it's good for your social if you're home and you're depressed and you don't have anything to do just jump in the car and come over and help us out Volunteers, having spoken with uh, Rosa Contreras over at the health department, uh, volunteerism, huge benefit to keeping dementia at bay. Uh, or, or if you're starting to experience those signs, it will slow that progression because you're engaging with people, you're engaging in some type of problem solving. Uh, huge, huge benefit for those. That, uh, and if you've got a family member who's dealing with dementia, uh, 
get them get them down there volunteer with them absolutely that's a good idea and yeah. and it will really really help nothing cures unfortunately alzheimer's or dementias but you can definitely slow it right and i just read i think it's um in the aarp bulletin that um, socializing and talking to other people reduces your early death by like 38%. So <laughs> come and volunteer and add years to your life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's true. And, and, and the socialism, we, we, look, as much as I love to be home and because and, I talk to people all day, it's like I get home and I don't want to talk to anybody. Um, but the reality is we are social beings. and And if we if we ignore that part of ourselves, we're damaging our health. Right, and you don't have to even be talking, even just being in a group and seeing other people. So if you're a kind of introverted person and you don't want to talk to anybody, still come. We need your hands. It's your hands that we need to sort food and help lift boxes. If you're strong, if you're an athlete, come and help us. And I think that's right before the college kids go home for the break, too. So... Let's let's get some of those EA students out there. They're good kids too. They just need to be told that there's an opportunity and and they'll show up. Um, Absolutely. So they just they just need to hear that. Uh, all right. So that's November twenty first. That is the big volunteer day. But volunteers needed all year long. Uh, if you love to volunteer in the farm, you can do that. If you want to volunteer in the pantry, you can do that. Lots of different opportunities. Um, there was one other thing. We got just a couple of minutes. Um, you guys are doing something a little bit new this uh, this coming year in 2024, an appreciation dinner. Well, we've done it before. Um, we had it last year at the Women's Club, and um, it was such a nice setting. Our idea is to honor our donors and our volunteers and our local supporters with a very nice dinner. And Dana from the pantry, the pantry manager, is an excellent cook. They're growing greens in the pan in the farm now that will be used um, on April 12th from 6 to 8. And if you've donated or if you've volunteered, you'll receive an email um, invitation and a one in the mail. And if you don't receive it by, say, April 1st, give us a call or uh, write Austin. And Austin, tell us your email again. It's austinonfp at gmail.com. A-U-S-T-I-N. I just saw there's an, yeah there's another email that you can also use pantrymanager at gmail.com. So either one of those is fine to, to communicate. Um, yeah, that's neat. It's going to be a dinner with, with food from the garden along with other items. Yes, exactly. Um, there's going to be door prizes, a cookbook distribution, music, a guest speaker, and we need local businesses to donate gifts card, gift cards. And like door prizes for dedicated volunteers. So I think our next thing, I, I'm great at giving people things to do. I'm wonderful at ideas that I don't have to do any work on. I'm the king of that. I'll also spend your money really, really well. We have our neighbor's farm and pantry growing great healthy foods, distributing food to people who need it. We have the uh, Arizona Extension Office that does cooking demonstrations, healthy foods. They do it with the library. We have uh, the Safford Lions Club 
doing produce distribution once a month, which, by the way, they also help our neighbor's farm and pantry. Anything left over goes to the pantry. So, again, everybody works together. Uh, Lions Club once a month doing a, a fresh produce distribution. I think we need to get everybody together and start doing online cooking demonstrations with with the items from the farm, with the items from that the Lions Club does. Um, heck, you got the best cooks in the world out at the Cooperative Extension. They're they're amazing doing their stuff. I, I, That's I, a great idea. And maybe once we get the cookbook out, which we also are going to have it available online as well. Um, so maybe once that's uh, together, they could start uh, demonstrating cooking certain recipes out of the cookbook. Out of the cookbook. We Brilliant. Can do some, we can do some live de- demonstrations with the no-bake kind of section that we have. Yeah. I, I just, we have this opportunity. We have such a, a food issue in this community in this area in this region we've got food deserts you know food swamps we've got these organizations that are doing great work we just have to all get together and figure out a way to to spread the word irene schmoller and uh and uh, austin clement excuse me i apologize thank you guys so much for being here volunteer at our neighbor's farm and pantry thank you Thank you. And thank you all for listening as well. I appreciate it every single day. Out of here for right now, but I'll be back on Monday. Until then, have a great weekend.